Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 208. The story of a tour of the Begali Key Factory, recorded live on Thursday, April 16th, 2020. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Dr. Jim Mara. N5HZ, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, Vance Martin, N3VEM, was here to talk about parks on the air. If you missed that, you can go over to hamtalklive.com and listen to that anytime you like, or on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. You can also catch Ham Talk Live on WTWW Shortwave. That's uh, 5085 AM, 5.085, Saturday evenings at about 6.30 PM Eastern Time. Well, before we get started with Jim tonight, um, talking about the Begali Keys, I want to remind you that the Apollo 13 50th anniversary special event from the NASA Amateur Radio Clubs is ending tomorrow. And uh, the NASA Clubs have been on the air since Saturday. And uh, tomorrow is the last day. So if you want to work them, you've got one more day. Um, If you work in one KSC from Kennedy Space Center, um, it's likely to be on a satellite. And uh, a shout-out to Kevin Zari, KK4YEL, who um, is operating N1KSC from home uh, with the uh, pandemic going on. And he's got this neat little box rigged up that makes the Quindar tones. Now, that's the little cheep that you always heard at the end. It's kind of like a courtesy beep, uh, but it's not duplex, it's simplex. Uh, but we used to hear that so much on the space shuttle audio and, and the Apollo missions and all that kind of thing. So I had a chance to work him on AO91 yesterday, actually, and here is what it sounded like. Echo Lima 9 
Yeah, I'm amazed how you know, there's all that static at the beginning, and you could hear that little Quindar tone. You could hear it right through the, the static. Uh, and good example of, you know, how CW gets through the static a whole lot better uh, than, than voices. So thanks to Kevin for that, and uh, glad to get to him in the log for the Apollo 13 50th anniversary special event. And, um, again, one more day. So, uh, get out there and work those NASA clubs, uh, check the uh, spotting clusters. They'll be listed there. So, uh, get on and work that special event. All right. Well, we're going to talk some, uh, Begali keys tonight. So get your questions ready to go. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call. And we'll do that after the interview, uh, but let me go ahead and give you the phone number so you can have it ready to go and call in and ask your questions or chime in and join the conversation. You can do that by calling 859-982-7373. Again, it's 859 982 7373. So keep that number handy and uh, we'll open up the phone lines a little later in the show. You can also tweet us. You can tweet us anytime because it'll, it'll sit there until I can get to it on the screen here. Uh, it's at Ham Talk Live on Twitter. And if you're on Spreaker, uh, you can type there in the comments. And I see we have a couple of those already. Looks like Troy W9KVR is here. So we're we're kind of getting the usual crowd on the comments in, in Spreaker. So that's kind of fun, too. So uh, we'll take a look at those and talk to Jim when we come back after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s. We have in connectors. We have SMA adapters. We have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us, but we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? (laughs) Ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the ham fest across the country that we visit, but we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973 or see our whole catalog at pl-259.com. Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower. This portion of the show sponsored by our mystery sponsor, a product so good they are paying us not to advertise it on this program. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. A little Italian music here to set the mood for uh, talking about Bagali Keys from Italy tonight. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show to help bring Ham Talk Live your way. 
They're not on the Hamfest tour because of the pandemic, but you can find them online anytime at pl-259.com. Well, joining us tonight is Dr. Jim Mara in 5HZ, and uh, he lives in Metairie, Louisiana, and was first licensed in 1952 as WN3UEY. And he was a Naval Reserve radio man in 1955. Jim attended Penn State University and the Tulane University School of Medicine. He was on active duty with the U.S. Navy Medical Corps from 1965 to 1967. He did his residency and fellowship at the Tulane Charity Hospital in New Orleans from 1967 to 1971. Then he was in private practice of internal medicine, rheumatology, and rehabilitation until his retirement in 2008. He's also a retired captain of the U.S. Naval Reserve Medical Corps and took a trip a few months ago to Italy and toured the Begali Morse Code Key Factory and uh, has some updates about how they're dealing with the pandemic. And um, for some pictures, you can see those on an episode of Ham Nation. It's number 429 back on November 20th. 2019 was when Jim was on there, and you can see some of the things that we're going to talk about here on Ham Talk Live tonight. So, Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Neil. I appreciate being here. Yeah, you had a very interesting uh, picture show on there, and and since this is radio, we, we can't see all the pictures, so... We told everybody how to find those, but uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about uh, tonight in addition to um, to what was on the Ham Nation show. So uh, you can get your visuals over there, and we'll get to answer some uh, of the listeners' questions and that kind of thing over here, and um, we'll, we'll do that. So first, just tell us about your, your trip to Italy and, and, and your impressions of the Begali factory. Okay, okay. Well, uh, in August of 2019, Lynn and I did a trip to northern northern Italy, uh, six cities. And our first stop was in Lake Garda, which happened to be about 30 minutes from Brescia or Salatica, where, where the Begali factory is. And I thought, hmm, this has got to happen. So it's a 30-minute 30 30 minute, uh, drive. So we took a couple of buses and a taxi, and we got there. So just as an orientation, the Lombardy region is, is, the, is the cradle of Italian industry and factories, uh, Beretta Gun Company, fashions, uh, uh, weaving materials, wines, gu- other, other types of guns. It's also the epicenter for this virus thing that's been going on now. But as far as uh, its its productivity, it's always been pro- very productive, and it's really the breadbasket for at least for taxes for for Italy. So we 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 got in our did our little trip there and got to the outside of the factory, and it was kind of underwhelming uh, looking at it. And then I realized it was for safety reasons, and then there were dogs greeting us, guard dogs. And uh, so uh, once we were recognized and invited in, 
it was it was a totally different picture uh, inside uh, their their factory. Is just a wealth of hobbies and construction work, family and social life, food and wine. It's kind of like a second home to them. And uh, th- that's how we started our, our visit. Well, tell us a little bit about how all this production happens there at the factory, that everything is, is just engineered to perfection. Yes, it is. You know, I keep thinking about this. And, you know, the bottom line that makes these keys so special is Mr. Vigali himself. He's such an artisan, artisan, and he just is a constant perfectionist in everything that he does. Uh, he, He showed us our first step when we walked in. He opened these drawers up, and there was all these designs and drawings and uh, prototypes of, of keys, and they just rework these things and rework them until the mechanics is perfect. And uh, it also has to work under different conditions perfectly. Uh, example, you know, the parts are like a heavy base. It has levers, bearings, magnets, gold contacts, and the outside is po- polished, finished. So, and he even the magnets have to be matched to go into the individual keys. And the, the beauty part of this whole thing, the arty part of the whole thing, in, in addition to the, on the outside, are these polished finishes that I think some of the some contractors for some of the gun companies actually make these and uh, they fit them in there. Uh, the machinery is very heavy duty in their rooms. Uh, when the drill starts drilling, nothing moves but the but the drill. Uh, the machines are just very very heavy. Uh, I'm not used to seeing that kind of thing, and they're constantly recalibrated by Mr. Begali down to the microns. Uh, he also has we saw a large inventory of parts, uh, so that as or there's also an inventory of keys, but also parts. So uh, everything is just beautiful in these little cabinets and everything. Uh, the Begali hands are on every step, right down to the cardboard box that they send the uh, keys out to to you, and they're signed by Mr. Begali. I mean, he's just a very credible uh, uh, man. He was also the winner of the 2019 Hamvention Technical Achievement Award, which sort of tells you how other people think of them as well. Yeah, and they always make uh, the trip to Hamvention, and you can uh, check out some of the keys there and and visit with them, and that's always an attraction over at uh, Hamvention. But this year we we won't have that luxury, but... You had a chance to, to to spend pretty much the whole day there. Tell us tell us a little bit about some of the the hospitality you were able to enjoy while you were there as well. Oh my gosh, yes! I mean, uh, it was just it was a wonderful day. Uh, we probably got there around ten thirty in the morning, and uh, <clears throat> like I said, inside was just uh, total Italian warmth and uh, congeniality, 
we we sort of uh, casually walked around and saw a few things, and then <clears throat> suddenly the table was set for an aperitivo, which is wine, cheese, bread, and uh, so we sat down and had some of that. And I'm not used to drinking wine at ten thirty, eleven o'clock in the morning, but <laughs> I I did it. <laughs> Gratefully, I did it. And then his friend Fabrizio came over, who's a, a high-speed telegrapher, IK2UIQ, and he was interesting to talk to. And uh, we thought, actually, we, we thought the aperitivo was going to be our lunch. And we saw a few more things uh, as we walked around, the inventory, the big machines that I just discussed and everything. And so uh, we, we saw... Uh, his ham stations, he has a ham station in there, and we saw his collection of books and the book he wrote, and uh, he showed us some of the toys he makes, uh, electronic, he's like, he likes to build things. Uh, so we thought, well, we had lunch now, I wonder what we're going to do, ne- and then wonder what we're doing next, and suddenly we were shuffled off to this wonderful Italian uh, restaurant for actually to have lunch. And it was filled with uh, industrial workers. Food was delicious. I tried not to drink my wine at the lunch. <laughs> I had enough in the morning. <laughs> and uh, so then they, uh, wisely they said, well, we're going to drive you back to your hotel. And then we're going to come pick you. I, I didn't know whether the visit was over or not. So they said, we're going to drive you back to your hotel now. I said, oh, that's nice. Okay, we're ready to go. But we're coming back to pick you up. <laughs> so we went back to our hotel and uh, uh, about, I don't know, six o'clock or so, uh, they came back and picked us up and we went uh, back to the factory. And uh, <clears throat> Fabrizio, the friend that I mentioned, his wife, Anna, uh, was cooking the whole time we were sleeping, I guess. And she prepared dinner for us. And this was all outside on tables under a under an um, umbrella, and we talked all through the night, and uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Bigali started reciting poetry. He writes poetry, uh, recites poetry. He does it in a Brescia accent, so Lynn and I can speak a little bit of Italian, and uh, I leaned over her, and I said, do you understand what he's saying? And she said, no. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was Actually, we could pick a little bit of a up. Uh, so uh, the hospitality was just absolutely wonderful, and I, I think it's it's uh, it's something that they share with with anybody that's a ham radio operator and that loves uh, Morse code, CW, and keys. Uh, I think they they are really into a lot of pride in their work and the the appreciation that. The public gives them for their for their product, and they're equally uh, proud and happy to do all the service things that are required. Well, it sounds like a, a, a great trip, and and it's it's probably a good that you're not there right now. Um, oh. So tell us what's going on right now and and how they're doing and, and what the status of the factory is and all of that. 
Well, we, we've stayed in touch, uh, most, mostly with emails and texts and little holiday greetings and so forth. And I was concerned for them uh, when this virus hit because that pandemic is right in that uh, right in their area. Uh, the last thing that Bruna said to me was uh, that they've had no really life change and they haven't gotten sick. And that's the bottom line of everything. But uh, the problems are that they can't evaluate the damage to business at this point in time. And also the future of taxes. Are they going to be taxed more? Are business costs going to be more? They can only know that going forward. Uh, but they are going forward. According to what uh, the government has told them, May 3rd, things are going to open up again in their, in their city. So they will begin accepting orders again, and they're open for production. They will have the same quality goals as before. And when I was there, and I think they keep a large stock of uh, parts, so they'll be able to hit the ground running, uh, producing producing keys for any orders that come in. The only thing that she did mention was that uh, maybe the engraving of the models, the deliveries might be a little slower, but uh, that all remains to be seen. Okay, well, we're glad that they are feeling well and and, and safe, and uh, hopefully this will uh, all end soon, and uh, they can get back to some sort of normal. Um, it's just uh, a rough time in a lot of places, and that is is one of the rougher ones. So thank you for that update from them. Well, we're going to take a break here, and uh, we're going to come back with Jim. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more, and we're going to take your calls, tweets, and comments uh, right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Get out and be active with ICOM's new IC705 and its optional multifunction backpack. The IC705 is your perfect QRP companion as you have base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at 1 kilogram or just over 2 pounds with RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz and a large 4.3 inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall. It runs 5 watts with a battery, 10 watts with a power supply. It has sideband, CW, AM, FM and full D-Star functions, a micro USB connector, Bluetooth, wireless LAN, micro SD card slot, integrated GPS with antenna and GPS logger, and the speaker mic comes standard and supports QRP operations. The perfect accessory for your IC705 is the optional backpack LC192 with a special compartment for your IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. Nominations are now open for the Amateur Radio Newsline, Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, Young Ham of the Year Award. I'm Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. Since 1986, we've had the honor of celebrating the accomplishments of youth in ham radio when we want to know about your exceptional young ham. 
You'll find the rules and a nominating form by clicking the YHOTY tab on arnewsline.org. Fill it out, send it in, and we'll see you and an amazing young ham at the Huntsville, Alabama Ham Fest in August. Thanks, and 73 from Amateur Radio Newsline. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Soon you'll know the rhythm of the code. A dit is a dot, a da is a dash. The rhythm of the code. Alpha. Ta-da. Bravo. Ah, a little uh, of Phil Kawa's rhythm of the code for you on Ham Talk Live tonight. We're on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Right here at HamTalkLive.com, and be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thanks to ICOM for sponsoring the show once again tonight. Check them out at ICOMAmerica.com slash amateur. So now it's time for your calls. So if you have a question for Jim Mara in 5HC, give us a call right now at 859-982-7373. Again, it's 859-982-7373, or you can tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive. You can also comment um, on Spreaker, and if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, uh, you're not going to hear us because it's it's Thursday night. And, uh, Jim, we already have a call on the line, so we're going to go straight to the phone. It's, uh, good evening. Welcome to HamTalk Live. Good evening, Neil. Good evening, Jim. This is Brian, KG5GJT. I had a feeling that was you, Brian. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Doing good. Hey, Brian. How are you doing? Good, Jim. You're doing well. I got a couple of questions, though. Uh-oh. Um, could you tell – you mentioned something earlier about there were a lot of hobbies at the factory. Um, what – what were they? Did they have anything to do with the factory or, or making things? Uh, Brian, you're stealing my material, man. <laughs> oh, go yeah, ahead, Jim. I, I, had, I told you. I, I had told no you idea. he was a hard charger. Neil. Oh, I know. Well, uh, Brian, uh, at the at the uh, factory, uh, we saw some of his books. He has a very large collection of books. Somebody said 10,000. I'm not sure, but he, he used to be an avid reader. And he showed us the one book, which was the uh, one of the Marconi operating manuals that their CW operators used. It's, it's a rare edition. You can see a lot of editions that look like this, but he showed us that one. Uh, and uh, the, it was interesting because they used five-letter code groups to to re- replace phrases so they didn't have to type as much and or mm-hmm. send as much. Uh, so that was uh, one interesting book that we saw. Uh, then he also wrote a book. Uh, it's called The Story mm-hmm. and Stories of Radio. 
And it's a little bit of history and a little bit of uh, uh, basic electronics. Uh, but it's all written in uh, Italian and in particular in the Brescia dialect. It's never mm-hmm. been translated into English. And if there's anybody listening that would ever be interested in doing that, I think it would be a great thing. Uh, he also uh, uh, has, a, like I say, he has a, a large, large library. Uh, he experiments with stuff. He makes stuff. You know, he had like a spark gap transmitter and receiver he showed us. And then he had a little steam engine that he made and he explained it to Lynn how it goes back and forth and everything. And then he, he has two radio stations in there. One, one's on the first floor. Uh, we saw that one and he has a, he has a bug, uh, cause he was a C, he likes CW obviously. Uh, so he had a bug sitting there and I don't know what he had on the, on the other floor. We didn't see that. Uh, but yeah, those were the main main hobbies of interest that we saw. All right, interesting. All right, Neil, I won't ask any more questions. I don't want to steal oh. any more material from you. No, go go ahead because you already stole my material. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I gotta ask: Did you buy a key, and was that a special kind of thing to to buy one there, or you didn't get to, or how did that work out? Well. We were we were traveling, and those keys are very heavy, and we had six more cities to go. And uh, for example, like the 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 bug key, it weighs six pounds, and I was afraid to buy one and uh, and lug it all around and break it. So I waited till I came home, and I just ordered it directly the way you would order a key from them. And I got the sculpture, mm-hmm. sculpture one, and uh, and I got the single paddle, uh, and that was that was my first choice. Then I, I like the signature too, which was kind of like gold, and had red had like red paddle things on it. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that one mm-hmm. a lot too. That was a dual paddle, and. Uh, yeah, but I, I, so far I'm very happy with what I got. And it's uh, it's really right. smooth to use. Awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Well, All right, Brian. To- thanks for calling. Good to hear from you. All right, Neil. Good to talk to y'all both in uh, 73. And, and by the way, Brian, uh-huh. you're still the captain. Uh, I am. <laughs> My wife will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh- All right, Neil. Take care. All right, seven three, Brian. Bye bye, seventy three. Bye bye. 859-982-7373 is how you can join the discussion. 859-982-7373. And uh yeah, we were gonna talk about uh the other interests and we've got a couple of other things that we can talk about. But uh first, uh by by text, Dr. Scott Wright, K0MD, who, by the way, is going to be on next week's Ham Talk Live. We, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but he would like to know um, about the engraving process for the keys. So are you able to, Jim, are you able to describe the engraving process? Uh, not too, too well. I didn't have my key engraved. The, the engraving process is usually 
with simply with your call sign uh, on the side of the key, or depending on which which key you order, I think they can put it on the top. But that's the only thing that uh, I, I recall seeing that was engraved: the call sign on your key. Now, now, do they do that? As uh, you said, something about the, that that may be a slowdown. Do they do that there in the factory too, or do they it outsource be, that, it, or what? It, it might be an outsource thing, and uh, uh, it would depend on uh, you know what the what the condition was of the of the outsource place. Uh, when I spoke to uh, Runa today. She said there might be a, a slight delay in those kinds of orders, but she wasn't sure yet because May 4th is the day when things are supposed to be opening up, and, I, and that's, that's a couple of weeks away, and I would bet that those, those people are anxious, anxious to get their businesses going. So within the next two weeks, that whole thought may not even apply. Yeah. Okay. Well, Scott would also like to know, and I think you may have already hit all of this, but maybe you can elaborate a little more, uh, the differences between uh, the keys like the sculpture and the signature. Uh, that would probably be difficult for me to do. Uh, I think they, they both uh, – I just don't think I can uh, – I would refer them to uh, the the, uh, the the Magali uh, website where they have a catalog of hmm, so, something like twenty different twenty different keys, and you can easy, it's easy to negotiate. You just click on it, and it will uh, come up with uh, the key that this the, the signature. If you want to look at the signature. And the other thing is that uh, Bruna is, is readily available to email, and she will give you a lot of description of uh, what one key has over another. Uh, I, I stick to the uh, – some people like to order their, their, their spring version with the springs, and I prefer the, the, the more skillful – uh, skillfully made uh, key that that uses the magnets and the levers and the ball bearings and not the springs. Uh, it just is a little different feel. It's a little smoother. Uh, it's not totally necessary, but uh, if if you're giving yourself a gift, this is the gift you want to give yourself. <laughs> All right. Well said. And and you mentioned um, you know that uh, one had uh, you know the single paddle where they also have dual paddles and so th- there's a wide variety there. Yeah, there, there really is, and the, the, it's uh, there's so they make so many of them, uh, and they're all all just slight variations that they're almost custom made for what you want. Uh, and uh, it's hard to know that when you're first ordering because you, ha- you have no idea. Uh, that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't get my engraved. If if I wanted to add trade it off for something and get a different model, uh, I, I, you couldn't do that easily if you had your engra- if you were engraved. 
So yeah, they they just I I thought about uh, uh, ordering ordering their bug, which is that thing weighs six pounds, uh, and it works beautifully. And even thought about the straight key, but I just haven't gotten around to those yet. I'm still playing with the one I have. Eight five nine nine eight two seventy three seventy three is how you can call and ask uh, Jim a question, and he can try to answer that. We're talking with uh, Jim Mara in five HZ about his trip over to Italy and the Begali Key Factory. So again, the number eight five nine nine eight two seventy three seventy three, and we'll check Twitter here once again. And make sure we're okay there. And on the chat, we'll check there. Oh, yes, on the chat, uh, Troy W9KVR says uh, they were supposed to be having senior night for track tonight, but the next best thing is Ham Talk Live. So he's here. And uh, we've got a first-time listener, Dennis uh, Gregory, is is listening. So good evening to you, Dennis. And uh, I... I I don't have any like trademark thing for first time listener, but uh, I guess I need to have one of those. And uh, Chris is with us again, AA4CB. So uh, welcome, Chris, and thanks to everybody for for being um, here tonight, listening and uh, and being here live, so we can interact a little bit here. Um, so that uh, that always makes it more interesting. So if you are listening and have a question, call eight five nine. 982-7373 or tweet us and, and we can talk about uh, some other things while we're waiting here the the Begali Key Factory has an interesting history uh, Jim in, in that you know it, it started off really making machine guns tell us about that a little bit yes yeah that, that, that is interesting uh, uh, Mr. Begali's father uh, apparently was into that, and Mr. Begali himself then studied under his father, as well as several other master machinists, and he went to school for that and everything. Uh, they all made these precision mechanical parts for guns. And then uh, after Mr. Begali's uh, father died, he, he, he went into the, uh, into the knitting machine industry, uh, it's, it's surprising how that works in that all that knitting has to be thread. The threads have to be all knitted some way very precisely to make cloth. And uh, that area of Italy, uh, close to Milan, which is one of the three fashion capitals of the world, Milan, Paris, and New York City. Uh, so there's a large demand for cloth and and so uh, machinery in that area uh, was uh, a part of that whole uh, chain of events. And uh, they made cloth for Italy, Germany, and the United States. Uh, some of the earliest immigrants from Italy came from northern Italy to set up a lot of these machines in the United States. And then... Uh, then the, uh, the, 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 the issues of uh, China, India, and Turkey came in to uh, substituting the machinery that these masters were making. And uh, a lot of that business began to disappear. 
so uh, Mr. Bigali had to find a use for his for his factory, and so he began to reinvent himself uh, by by thinking about and doing keys. He's been an amateur all his life, starting in like 1964, I2RTF. And so it was natural for him to want to go in to build something very unique with all of his skills. So they, they, they began very slowly in 2005. Uh, like all businesses, it was disappointing at first. But his goal was to totally uh, build something that new, was new and artistic and create a family legacy that he could share with the whole amateur radio community. Uh, their sales are um, mostly United States, Great Britain, uh-oh, Canada, I believe it was. Yeah, but they sell all over the world. And uh, it's a total family, family-run family business. They're very appreciative of their uh uh, of their of their sales and their people who buy their products, and they go to the to the nth degree to just to make everything satisfactory and perfect. Well, it's it's a really uh, interesting story that you know he just reinvents himself and, and comes up with uh, uses of, of the skills that. You know, were machine guns and, and knitting, <laughs> and now it becomes you know right. useful in ham radio. And yes. Um, yes. there's there's always you know some kind of of connection there, and um, it's always good to hear those stories. Well, Jim, I think we've we've got everybody's uh, questions covered and everything caught up, so we're going to uh, let you go here. We're just about out of time. Um, so any final thoughts here or anything you've uh, you forgot about that, that you want to mention? Oh, hang on, hang on. Before I do that, uh, Mickey has a question here. Is it possible that if I buy a Begali key that it will magically help me learn CW? <laughs> yes, I it think will. I know the answer to that. <laughs> once, once you make that investment, you will learn the characters. <laughs> you you you'll be doing fifty words a minute by ear. <laughs> Can't guarantee that. No, I, I think it is very motivating. Though I think uh, if you buy a new transceiver, you're very motivated to to operate more and play with it. And I think it's the same thing with the, with a Megali key. If you buy a Megali key, uh, you want to possess it. You want to uh, make it part of your hand. So I think that, uh, yeah, I think it would, it's, it's motivating. Motivating, but it won't magically <laughs> just, just all of a sudden make you a great CW op. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. So final thoughts, Jim. I think we've covered an awful lot. Uh, I appreciate the time. I hope I haven't uh, missed a few points that could be of interest to other people. I just uh, find that uh, I had a wonderful trip there and uh, it was very congenial. And I think anybody who goes to Italy is in that area. They should go. They should go visit the big alleys. They're, they're very, very social, 
And I think the, the ham radio is the only introduction you need. Well, sounds like a, a great uh, little little trip if you're, you're in Italy. Uh, you check them out, and uh, and maybe you can you can do the tour as well. Mickey says they're beautiful and tempting, and I I would totally agree. So we will end it on that note. But Jim, thanks so much for being here tonight, and uh, and we'll even thank Brian at KG Five GJT, better known as the the pot stirrer or, or the captain on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> for uh suggesting uh that you come on the show tonight so so he's kind of the reason we we connected so we'll we'll thank brian too but but thanks to you for um sharing your experiences here on ham talk live and taking the questions tonight well it's very enjoyable neil thank you for asking me and as, as you said i'm happy that that brian introduced us All right. Well, we're going to finish things up here tonight. So that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guest, Dr. Jim Mara, N5HZ, and everybody out in cyberspace for listening and calling in and typing in. And I invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This is uh, late breaking news. We just uh, put this together right before the show. Uh, we're going to have two topics next week. Um, as I mentioned, uh, Dr. Scott Wright, K0MD, who, uh, who texted in uh, some questions. He's going to be here for a brief time uh, to talk about a project that he is working on. And also Sam Rose, KC2LRC, will be here. And, and the theme next week is going to be a very scientific one. And, and of course, you know, if you've been listening and know about me, I'm a chemistry teacher. And so I get into the, to the, the science of, of some of this stuff. And, uh, we're going to talk a little science next week, but we're tying it into ham radio. So we're going to talk about how ham radio operators can actually contribute to COVID-19 research. So uh, Scott will be here to talk about his uh, COVID plasma um, project that's going on at Mayo Clinic that he is uh, overseeing and, and spending just about all day and all night there uh, working on that. And then um, Sam and I are going to talk about a um, program that you can put on your computer that helps fold proteins, uh, the models of those, and it'll help figure things out. So, so it's the connection between ham radio and um, COVID-19 research next week on ham talk live so be sure to tune in for that and for all of our upcoming guests just go to hamtalklive.com there's a list there you can check that out and if you like the show please leave us a review that helps others find us faster and um, and troy says it's time for me to get a begali so <laughs> there we go you you, you you made a sale there jim uh, all right. All right. You'll be happy. <laughs> You'll be so happy for with. now oh all right so for now this is neil rap wb9vpg saying seven three seven five and may the good dx be yours Don't